Ladies, you don't have to be silent about anything. The dude does not look like a lady. He doesn't skateboard like one either. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle. No, not Bill Whittle. That's Zoe Rachel sitting in Bill Whittle's chair. How cool is that? And Scott <laughs> Ott, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Hey, before I get to the big story today, do me a favor, please. Click that notification bell, the thumbs up, the five star, whatever it is that helps us get these videos to you. It It's good for both of us. It doesn't cost you anything. It's wonderful. Okay, you got it? You got it? Good. There we go. All right, uh, gentlemen, 29-year-old uh, Ricky Trey, Richie Trey, I'm not sure, won the Women's Border Open competition. Uh, Ricky, or Richie, uh, uh, claims to be a woman, and he beat out a 13-year-old girl in this uh, in this competition. Uh, I should mention that the Border Open, it's a this big skateboarding competition. It's open to both men and women, but it is split into uh, into male and female contests. And by virtue of identifying as transgender, uh, Ricky or Ricci was able to compete against teenage girls and walk home with the $500 top prize for women. Uh, 13-year-old Shiloh Katori was the top performing female in the women's event, but placed second and was awarded only $250. Um, Zoe, since you're filling in for Bill, I'll, I'll go to you first today. Um, it seems like in woke women's sports, uh, women are only paid half as much as men, which is a step down from the old patriarchy's <laughs> 77 cents on the dollar. You think maybe we need to get back to that? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, man, I, I, as the saying goes, if, if, if that were really the case, well, people would just only hire women. Why not? That'd be more economical, mm -hmm. wouldn't you? <laughs> so, uh, but man, you know, as I guess this 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 story kind of goes to my heart because, you know, I, man, I, skating is, is uh, you know, that's 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 pretty nostalgic for me. You know, it's um, yeah. I now. I'm more hung hung out with the uh, with the skater uh, skater crowd because when I was when I was in high school, um, the drum line, most of the people in the drum line were skaters. And uh, so I didn't do too much. I spent actually more time playing drums than skating, but I hung out with the skaters a lot, man. And, and I like making music that like skaters, you know, can, can, can get out there and skate to. Um, and man, this is a real drag, you know, because actually, <laughs> no pun intended, no pun intended. <laughs> but this is a drag because, you know, women, what happened to, you know, I guess it's, you know, it's a obvious and rhetorical question. I'm just, despite all that feminine pride, you're going to let these men come in there and basically pose as you. They have nothing that actually qualifies them as a wimp, uh, as a woman. And not only that, this dude is grown and this girl is 13 years old. And this is, this is your victory. It's like you sought victory in that. I mean, that's, that's not even, that's not manly. And if you're trying to be a woman, that's not even womanly. That's not even. A, that's not even the attitude of a grown woman. That's not even. I mean, I don't even think teenage girls play 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 by, uh, play the, by those kinds of rules. So um, yeah, I, <laughs> this is just really disappointing to read. And um, yeah, poser as as they would say in the skater world. This dude is a total poser. Total poser. Wow, you brought me back to 1996 in a big <laughs> way. And now I'm feeling nostalgic, <laughs> which is a nice way of saying old. Um, Scott, what drew me to this story really was the uh, the pushback, and there's been uh, some of it from other skaters. I'll get to that in a minute, but also from from feminists. Um, Redux is an online feminist magazine. They reported that in 2021, so just last year, 
uh, Trey, Ricky, Ricci, became the first trans-identified male to attempt to qualify for Olympic women's skateboarding, uh, submitting a virtual run for the USA uh, uh, Skateboarding Championships. Uh, he was unable to meet the short deadline to submit a hormone levels test, but was later told his testosterone was much higher. That's in quotes, <laughs> much higher than the required levels to compete in the female category. Also, according to Redux, during an interview last year with uh, Skateboarding Magazine, Trey expressed ambivalence towards reducing his testosterone levels and even stated that he was comfortable with where he was at in his transition. Um, Scott, wouldn't you be comfortable where you were at if you could use your full-grown male muscles to beat up on 13-year-old girls? Could we? Could I just move that we excise that question from the show? <laughs> well, perhaps I should have phrased I, it wrong. Just the to very question. With 13-year-old girls. <laughs> I know. No. No. Um, there, I'm well, trying to think of You're a decent human a, being, Scott. Of any enterprise, um, you know, first of all, I think there ought to be a, a multi-step process for qualifying for this event. And the first step is, if you can, uh, without surgical alteration, aim at the specimen cup, then you're disqualified. <laughs> so <laughs> I think right there, I think you should be ruled out. If you have any way of directing your fire at the specimen cup. <laughs> um, you know, secondly, I was at a truck stop this weekend traveling back from uh, another state. And, um, and I noticed this display of packages and it was a black plastic rectangular box that looked like it had that sort of pattern that they have uh, with those aluminum line pickup truck beds, you know, oh, yeah. that kind of diamond pattern in the metal is really tough looking uh, metal. And so it's this plastic tub. Um, and I had to read the title several times to figure out what I was seeing. Uh, but eventually I figured out that it said, dude wipes, dude wipes. Okay. And all of a sudden, what I realized was that it's just a box that says dude wipes and it's filled with baby wipes. That's what's going on. <laughs> on the inside, <laughs> it's still baby wipes. It doesn't matter what it says on the outside of the package. And so if on the outside of the package, you're presenting yourself one way, but on the inside, you're really something else, it doesn't fundamentally change the nature of what you are. And so this 29-year-old man-child um, who thinks he can beat up on 13-year-olds uh, should be disqualified on that basis. And then somehow I couldn't figure out how to do it myself. And so I'll leave this to our viewers. Uh, somehow there's an answer to Gloria Steinem's um, old statement that a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Apparently the fish are now up on two wheels and, uh, and are doing that thing. Um, yeah, the whole thing just is is kind of sickening. And the fact that you could be that person and take pride in your victory as you stood on the, you know, assuming that they had some sort of three-tiered review stand at the end where you stood and received your award, that you could stand there um, next to that little girl and feel good about that. Uh, that's just embarrassing. It is Pride Month. <laughs> well, yeah. apparently he, she is proud of this. <laughs> 
uh, Scott, you reminded me of uh, not one of the great Bond movies, but Never Say Never Again. Sean Connery came back after uh, an eight or nine year absence to do one more movie that, that wasn't even officially licensed by Eon Productions that owned most of the rights to all the Bond stuff. And uh, they're bringing Sean Connery back and they're, they're having a lot of fun with his advanced age at this point. So I think the movie came out in uh, in 83. And as oh, wow. he's getting, as he's going through his, uh, his physical, the nurse asks him if, uh, from the other side of the room from him, if he can fill the specimen cup and he just gives her a look and says from here, <laughs> Connery was a man's man. All right, uh, folks, there's, there's, there's even more to this story. Uh, Taylor May Silverman is another female skater, and she took to Instagram. This is actually about a month ago because this has happened to her at other skateboarding competitions, plural. She says she'd reached out to to Red Bull, who'd sponsored this event that she'd lost uh, a, a couple of times to men during. And she said that Red Bull just hmm. just ignored her. So here's what she put up on Instagram, at least part of it. She said, I've been in three different contests with trans women, two of which I placed second. At the last contest series I did for Red Bull, I placed second. The trans competitor who won took one took $1,000 in qualifiers, 3,000 in finals, and 1,000 in best trick. This totaled the $5,000 of the prize money meant for female athletes. Um, the really sad part is the, the, the finish here. Silverman says she'd previously felt bullied into silence. Those are her words after losing mm. to men in women's competitions. Bullied into silence. Listen, ladies, you don't have to be silent about anything. Don't let men bully you. And just remember, it's the conservative guys. It's the guys on the right reminding you of that. Use your voice. Be heard. All right, that's your right angle on that. Thanks so much to Zoe Rachel for filling in for Bill Whittle this week. He had some sort of hair-related emergency. I'm not allowed to go into the details due to a non-disclosure <laughs> agreement. And, of course, my lovely and talented co-host, Scott Ott. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time.